Welcome to the Pioneer Theatre Podcast. I'm Matthew Ivan Bennett. Next up in the 1819 season, Sweat by Lynn Nottage, winner of the Pulitzer Prize. The action of the play is set mostly in a dive bar in Reading, Pennsylvania. It follows a handful of factory workers in the years 2000 and 2008 as NAFTA, the Great Recession, and racial tension all ripple through their town. Here's me, director Mary Robinson, and actor Nafisa Monroe with more. In directing the piece, Mary, how are you handling the split-time structure, both in terms of stage pictures and guiding the actors? Yeah, so the play is uh, it, it uh, takes place in two different time periods, the year 2000 and eight years later in 2008. And uh, we are not projecting, you know, the dates on a wall or anything because I think it's very clear in uh, the, the writing itself when, when we are. We're always in the same place in Reading, Pennsylvania. But uh, in 2000, all the scenes take place in a bar, which is a community hangout for uh, workers at the uh, steel factory. And, and it's warm and inviting and comfortable and very detailed in its presentation and the set design. In the scenes that take place in 2008, we're playing them quite far downstage in isolated pools of light and with very minimal and sparse uh, set pieces, just pieces of furniture essentially to represent a parole office and two apartments. And I think that that, uh, we did that because of the, the sort of emotional content of the scenes uh, is so different from the two, the 2000 scenes and the 2008 scenes. And then in terms of the characters that appear in both time periods, their transformation starts from the inside because all of them have gone through huge and transformative experiences in these eight years. There are, you know, clothes and perhaps hair and makeup additions but really, already in rehearsal, uh, the actors are not changing their appearance, but I can see their changes just in the way they're acting. And what that involved was just a lot of discussion about what had happened in those eight years that, um, that's changed them. Okay. Nafisa, you play Cynthia in the play. Could you add to that and talk about how you build the change between those two time periods and, in general, how you deal with the emotion of the piece and reset between scenes, time periods. Yes, I think that's one of the most, dif- the most let's see, the most challenging aspects of this play. I don't like the word difficult. <laughs> um, in terms of building kind of that timeline, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's pretty much in every actor's arsenal to kind of really make decisions and choices about their character outside of the play, you know, what happened before the play, maybe what happens for them after or before and after every scene. You know, there's that famous, I don't know if it's famous, but well-known little phrase of what's your moment before, right? You need to know where you're coming from before you walk in a scene. You don't just walk in a scene and then you're born. But where you're coming from and then you let the scene happen as it as it happens with, with the circumstances that are in front of you that, that happen throughout the, the scene. So the, the, the beautiful thing that Mary did was she gave us a lovely amount of time to do table work, which is where we all sit around the table and we literally discuss the play and the moments, literally moment to moment. And we talk about, okay, well, what happened if, if this is 2000 and this is 2008? What was that... What was that time stretch in between? What happened in your relationship in between? What happened with your jobs? And those kinds of things, which makes it very easy for the actor to use their imagination um, to really build kind of those worlds for you. 
um, and for myself, I should say. As far as Cynthia, I mean, one of the other challenges that Cynthia has is she has three really emotional scenes back-to-back, and they're not linear. They don't happen one after the other. They happen one after the other on stage, but they are weeks apart or days apart um, uh, story-wise. So the the challenge, and I've got quick changes in between those as well. So the challenge um, for me is really, really doing my best to refine and specify my moments before so that I come from a Meisner school of training and there's this one exercise in in like deep Meisner school where you're told to go into the bathroom turn out the lights sit there quietly and tell yourself a story to see if you can get an imaginary story not a real story an imaginary story to see if you can get an emotional response and if you can do that three times in a row with the same emotional response then that story is a valid imaginary story for you and it gets to the point where you can then just give yourself like three or four words of that story to um, ignite that emotional response, to ignite kind of that moment before. So that's actually, I haven't had to do that in a long time, but that's what I've had to do for Cynthia because I have to go off, change clothes, and then tell myself, okay, I'm not giving anything away. (laughs) And so that I'm able to reset, take a breath, go on stage and and start the next scene, which is now a week later, you know, those kinds of things. So it's a big challenge, but a wonderful challenge. Well, that sounds difficult, but we won't (laughs) use that word. (laughs) To Mary, the play happens entirely in small town Pennsylvania, as you said, but it has these resonances beyond, both in Lynn Nottage's stage directions and in the dialogue. Could you talk about how those resonances have informed the rehearsal process and how they might show up in the production? Yeah. You know, Lynn Nottage wrote this play, I guess it must have been five or six years ago. I believe she started doing the research for the play, traveling to Reading, Pennsylvania, and talking to people in 2011. She wrote the play. She researched for two and a half years. She wrote the play, created this these beautiful, rich characters and this incredibly pertinent story, and the play opened right around the time of the 2016 election. And a lot of people felt this play was prescient because it deals with issues which have existed for years and years in this country, but which were really brought to the surface by by that and by, you know, the intervening two and a half years and just uh, a lot of a lot of issues and a lot of challenges that this country faces and that all of us within it are, are grappling with. So just on, on, on the one hand, the play dishes deals with, uh, you know, economic anxiety and volatility. I turned on the news yesterday morning, and that's what they were talking about. I mean, that is a that is something that is, you know, really uh, scary in this country today. With the recent shutdown, how many people who were denied paychecks for several weeks were really uh, worried about their ability to keep going after four weeks of no paychecks. I think it's interesting. I was thinking, as theater artists, we actually do understand the kind of economic anxiety, although most of us have, you know, put together resources and, you know, ways to try to make a living or something resembling a living. And these characters are in what they think are secure jobs. Most of them think are secure jobs. Some of them have, you know, gotten wind of the fact that they're not. I don't think many theater goers, if people can afford, you know, theater tickets, they may or may not be having economic anxiety. I guess everybody does on some level. But I think that the the resonances of a community of people who are really marginalized by their economic situation 
is a is a is an enlightening thing for all of us, both theater artists and audiences, to encounter. And then beyond that, and at a deeper level, uh, the play deals with issues of racism and anti-immigration. And in the rehearsal hall, you know, Nafisa was referring to the. Um, long talks we had in the first few days of rehearsal, and those talks involved uh, issues, those issues, and everybody brings to the talk their own experiences, and in a cast of, uh, you know, it's it's four uh, black actors, four white actors, one Latino actor, and a white director, everybody has different experiences to share, and it's, uh, it is sometimes challenging in the early days of rehearsal when we don't know each other too well to really sort of get those discussions going. But Nafisa and, and the, all the actors were terrific at sharing, being very, very candid about their own experiences and us discussing those things early on. It's a very important fabric of the play, and it's something that I think the audiences will hopefully be talking about when they leave the theater uh, in the same way that I think we found discussing in, uh, during table work and, and all the rehearsals since then has been really, um, really essential and really important for us. Back to Nafisa. On the, on the subject of your own experiences, one of the most complicated relationships in the play is the friendship between Cynthia, your character, and Tracy. It's at times light fun-loving, it's antagonistic, and it suffers from racism. Would you be willing to talk about how that connects to your own experience? Yes, I would. Be willing, yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, I think as a person of color, growing up in the United States anyways, everybody has their own experience of the first time they were discriminated against or the first time, you know, I was telling a story at table work how where I grew up, it was very common if I went into a store. I grew up in a pr- predominantly Caucasian neighborhood. My mom is is um, Caucasian, actually. And um, it was very common if I would go in a store that I would start to see an employee follow me looking around. As a kid, that was a normal occurrence that didn't happen to my friends at the, at the same time. And so we used kind of those little pieces uh, to talk about to kind of develop the 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 Tracy and Cynthia relationship before the play, you know that we've that we've known each other since we were young, and that I I may not be her only black friend, as it were, but but that she and I have a unique relationship. We're both kind of fighters. We both stand up for what we believe and for people, and that we kind of talked about that maybe in high school every once in a while we've had to fight for each other. Those kinds of that kind of uh, building of story using our real life experiences and and what we know and and the you know and one of the things that Mary has also really been quite diligent with and and I think one of the things that's going to make this production of Sweat really differ from a lot of the other productions is is really carefully look at the love between Cynthia and Tracy and make sure that that is present as long as it absolutely can be and how it shows up and also how that love hurts when 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 there's not clear communication happening or uh, when there's you know a feelings of betrayal maybe you don't know you'll have to come see the play um, <laughs> but so but uh, so all of all of that I think you know any is is present in any relationship and then it's compounded by the fact that there's there's an African-American woman and a Caucasian woman who are besties, literally. 
and um, and the and when they live in the United States of America in a town that isn't necessarily one or the other, and also you know Reading, Pennsylvania at this time was having was having an, uh, an immigration influx, and there were a lot of Latino people coming in. So I think it it, it adds to the texture and informs everything on a deep level, even if we're not saying, you're a racist, you're a racist. Did that answer the question? I hope it did. Okay, great. (laughs) Director Mary Robinson, actor Nafisa Monroe, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pioneer Theatre Podcast for Sweat. Check out the show's playlist on Spotify, curated by the playwright. It's called Lynn Nottage's Sweat Playlist. For tickets, call 801-581-6961 or visit our website, pioneertheater.org.